This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0 and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host Vanessa and I'm really happy to be in the studio having a chat to you today. So today I want to talk to you all about what are ways that make a difference for you? What helps? What doesn't help? How do you ask for help? Because one of the things we've been talking about recently is kind of how you look after yourself. What are the things you do? How do you reach out and reconnect with people? But one of the things that we kind of sometimes don't think about is just the really basic, do you feel comfortable asking for help? Do you find it hard? Do you find it hard to find the words? What goes on for you internally when actually you need some help and you're not sure where to go? So I want to have a quick chat about all that. Before I get into all that juiciness, here's a word about us from our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoro and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health. I do play that ad again at the very end of the show, so stick around, grab a pen and paper, and you'll be able to catch all those details right at the end. Um, and then if you think, hey, Progress to Health sounds like something to be really helpful for myself or for someone else, you'll be able to get hold of us. Right, let's jump right into it. So as I said, let's have a talk about how do we ask for help? Like, what is helpful? How do we how do we get help? How do we deal with our internal dialogue that's possibly telling you that actually it's not a good idea to ask for help, it's not safe, maybe there's no one really good that you feel like would actually have a good answer. Maybe you have some internal stigma going on and you're like, hey, I should just be able to do this by myself. I'm crap. I'm like failure. Like, why have I not been able to do this? Everyone else does this by themselves. Why do I need to ask for help? So one of the things I think is really, really important to start with is knowing what it is that is helpful for you. 
because I know if you've been around listening to Fighting Stigma for a while, you'll hear me talk about knowing what's supportive for you is really, really important because if you can't explain to someone else what you need from them, it's really hard for them to be able to do it and do the right thing, right? Or the thing that is helpful. Because actually what happens is if we're not doing so well with our mental health, a lot of times our friends and family, our colleagues, the people around us, they recognize something's happening, it's not going so well, but they're not, I'm not really sure how to help, right? So they just do their best guess. And sometimes <laughs> their best guess, guess is well-intentioned, but totally misses the mark, right? I've told the story before about when I was really, really unwell with my mental health and I was living by myself in a cottage um, out kind of in the middle of nowhere in between Morrinsville, Cambridge and Hamilton. And I had a friend turn up, 6am, knocked on the door very loudly and said, come on, let's go, we're going for a run. And I was like, I pretty much swore at him and slammed the door in his face and said, come back at 10 o'clock. And because for him, that is the thing that would make a difference. That is the thing that would be helpful, that would be supportive as someone coming and saying, hey, come on, let's go get some fresh air, get some sunshine, let's do some physical activity. And they would be kind of like egging him on to keep him going, right? So he did that because he thought that would be helpful. For me, that was the least helpful thing ever. A, 6am should be illegal. I don't particularly think I should be awake for that at all. And also going for a run is never going to happen for me. So for me, what's helpful is having someone say, hey, are you okay? Can I make you a cup of tea? Like, do you want to talk about it? And then going through what is going on and then helping me brainstorm what would make a difference. So if we have a think about, like, you're needing to reach out and ask for some help, maybe about your mental health, maybe about something else. So some of the really important things to think about is the first thing is to resist stigmatizing yourself. So maybe thinking, if you're thinking, hey, everyone else can deal with this, I'm just a failure, I'm stupid, I'm wrong, like, any of those sort of really negative internal thoughts recognize that that is your internal dialogue, recognize that's internal stigmatization and go, hey, it's okay for me to ask for help. It's okay that I can't do this by myself. And right now I'm going to reach out and try and find someone who can help me with this, right? And it's really important to reach out when you feel most comfortable and in the way that you feel most comfortable. If you're like, hey, if I have to go somewhere and see someone I don't know and talk to them face to face, it's never going to happen. It's like, don't even ask me, Vanessa. I'm not comfortable with that. It's going to make everything worse. It's like, okay, great. So are you someone who likes text messaging? Do you like emails? Do you want to go to a website and watch a video? What, what would make a difference? What is the way and the time that would be right for you and most comfortable? And also think about, like, practice what is wrong, like what you need help with. So whether you're actually practicing saying, hey, I'm not doing very well, I really need some help, or I'm feeling really depressed, or I'm having a really low mood episode, or I'm struggling with paying my bills, or I just, I can't do this thing. Like, practicing how to say it so you know in the moment you can actually express yourself because a lot of times when we're having really low mood or really loud internal dialogue, negative thinking, what happens is being able to find the right words is really hard and then we get really kind of distressed about the fact that we can't articulate ourselves and it becomes this whole thing that just kind of self-perpetuating, right? So have a practice about knowing exactly what it is that's not going well and what help you need from them because that can make a really big difference if we can just be really clearly say, hey, 
can you come over and talk to me about how to run a budget because I'm just, I'm not working so I don't have enough money to pay for things and I just don't know how to do it anymore. But my thinking's really foggy so I can't work out, like going to a budget advisor is not really in my wheelhouse right now because I just, I can't focus enough and I freak out and have an anxiety attack when I think about going. So like knowing exactly what it is that would make a difference means the other person actually knows what's been asked of them so there's more chance they can say yes. But also what happens is that there's actually more chance that like, you'll get exactly what you're asking for because they'll know what to aim for and you'll actually feel better because you've been able to express yourself, which makes quite a big difference. Sometimes actually when we're asking for help, actually we need help for someone to do the asking for us, <laughs> if that makes sense. So sometimes what it ends up being is I know I have quite a few friends who have phone anxiety. Uh, I have phone anxiety sometimes. It's not as much as it used to be. Uh, having to make phone calls for work has really kind of, you know, kind of worn that out of me a little bit. But definitely that whole when you have to ring someone and ask something for yourself it can be really, really hard. And especially if you need to ring someone, ask for help or give them some information and you don't know what the outcome's going to be. So we have a whole black hole of unknown, right, which can be very anxiety producing. So it's make that phone call like indeterminately harder, right? So asking someone else to make the phone call for you or be with you when you make the phone call. Like whichever way works, right? Because sometimes there's certain things like if you're, if you're ringing your bank, someone else can't make that phone call for you. They can try, but one hopes your bank is not going to tell them any details about your bank account. But it's what they can do is maybe sit with you and help and start doing the conversation so that, you know, you can focus on them, not the conversation. And also sometimes maybe what the help is, is actually just saying, hey, can I practice with you? Can you be my bank? So I can practice what I'm asking, so I can write myself a list of what I need to say, so that when the anxiety is really bad and I can't think, I can just read out what I've written. Because that's quite often, especially around phone calls, I find having a script, like whether you're going into doing a phone call or you're going to an appointment, if there's very definitive things you want to get across, so points you want to make, information you want to pass along, or information you want to ask for, so things you want to get find out from them, like having them written down can make an enormous, enormous difference. And if you're someone who isn't that great of like taking the thoughts in your head and making them into constructive sentences, like maybe that's the thing you can ask someone for help with. It's like, hey, can you help me make a list of what I need to ask my doctor about when I go see them next week? Because I have so many thoughts swirling through my head, I don't know how to phrase it all and I know I'm going to get in there, I'm going to have 15 minutes to get it all done and I'm not going to get through everything and I'll be really upset. And so it's like finding, it's like a combination of all of the things we've talked about before, like having someone help you make that list, maybe help you make that phone call can make a really big difference. And the other one is like don't be afraid to share what's actually happening if you feel comfortable with that like you don't like you do not have to share any more about your personal circumstances your diagnosis whatever things are making life a really big challenge right now unless you're comfortable to do it or you think it's important for the person you're asking for help from is that they know right so I don't go when I'm ringing up my GP and I'm talking to him about the fact that my blood pressure is really high and I'm I think I'm getting headaches because of the blood pressure I don't like kind of go into the whole thing about my mental health diagnosis because it's not necessary right then right 
But other times I might be talking to him and saying, hey, I'm having this, what I'm thinking is a hormone issue and my sleep is really not working well. But actually, I'm not sure, is that actually part of my mental health diagnosis? And I'll reiterate a lot of the info around my mental health diagnosis about, so bring it back to the forefront. Because of course, my GP supports, I don't know how many hundreds of people, right? So I just want to make sure he has that in the front of mind for when we're talking about that. And if you're also, if you're asking for help for like maybe making a phone call or going to an appointment, and so it's not, you're not, it's not the actual person you're ringing or the person you're seeing at the appointment, but you're asking for someone to support you at that. It can be immensely helpful to say, hey, when you come to the appointment with me, I need you to do this thing because this is what happens for me in these appointments. So quite often when I used to have, well, back when I was really unwell and I wasn't working and I had uh, appointments at work and income and I had someone come with me, I would have, because it would take me three days to work up the energy and the space to actually like deal with the anxiety around going into work and income to go to that appointment, right? So if I had someone come with me and it'd be like, I'm, they got, as soon as they ask me about work, my brain is going to fall in on itself and I'm not going to be able to answer them and I'm going to say whatever and half the time I'm not even aware of what I answer. So can you do this thing, <laughs> right? Like, Because what we worked out, what worked is if they just stuck their hand on my knee, that was like a physical sensation that kind of helped me keep my brain present and on track and paying attention. But I'd also, they helped me, they, they were the ones who suggested to me writing down what information I wanted to make sure the work and income person had and the questions I needed them to answer. But it meant I said to them, here, can you hold the list? And can you, the, when we've written out the questions, can you write notes when they answer? Because I know for myself that I come out of these appointments and I've heard one thing and they've told me four and I, they think I've actually taken all four of them in and I don't have that info because it's gone, right? Like it hit my brain, slid off like it was hitting a Teflon pan and went flying out the window. And so recognizing what it is I need from that person and planning it and preparing for it can make an enormous, enormous difference. But sometimes what happens is we just need to have a stop and think about what would make a difference for us right now. Like what are the areas in life? And if you think about whether you think about it from Tifari Tapafa model, so what's happening with your physical well-being, your mental and how, mental and emotional well-being, your spiritual, your social well-being, and you think, hey, there's these things in those areas, right, that are causing some issues. Or maybe if you're thinking about, um, is it the cycle of life? I'm trying to remember exactly what the term is. So it's actually like, you know, um, are you working? Are you studying? You've got friends, you've got family, you've got education, you've got physical health, you've got any, or a whole bunch. Like, this is a whole big circle. And like, is it something about that? Like, you know, there's certain areas in life that like you're having issues with, Right. What is the thing that helps you recognize for yourself that there's some part of you that needs help, right? That there's something you, there's an area in life that you need some help with. What, what do you need? How do you work that out? Like, because we all have a way. We recognize, like, you know, I get really itchy or um, I sleep lots or I get really grumpy and I get angry at people or you have, you'll, there'll be something that you use to recognize I'm not coping in one area, right? And so when you have a think about that, that can make the biggest difference because just recognizing, like, that self-awareness 
is, as always, the first step and the most important, right? Because if you don't know where you need help or what help would ha- what would make a difference, you can, how do you ask for it, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my usual trick. I'm going to play a song, and I want you to have a think about why you're listening to this awesome song. Like, what? Like, how do you recognize you need help in an area? How do you ask for help? Do you already know a great way to ask for help from others? What do you do to support yourself if you're stressed out or ups- worried about asking for help? How do you, what are the, what's the self-care strategies you do so you can actually get to the point where you ask for help so you can do the thing so you get help so it's all good, right? Because sometimes there's degrees, there's layers of getting help, right? You get someone to help you get ready for the appointment, someone to go with you to the appointment, and someone to help you work out how to action the things that you found out at the appointment, right? And so have a think about how do you already manage that? Are there ways you know that work? Are there ways you realize when you think about it, hey, there's been a while since I've done that, I might could try that again? Is there, are you just a, a, a nice blank slate and you're like, you need some ideas, Right, so where are you at? But have a think about all of that while you're listening to uh, Cecilia or Celia by Anna Mac here on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0.
Welcome back to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. I'm your host today, Vanessa, and we're just talking all about getting help, asking for help, preparing yourself for getting help. And what I ask you to do, have a think about why you're listening to that awesome song from Animac, is think about how do you ask for help? How do you recognize you need help? What are the things you do to support yourself to feel okay and ready to go ask for help? Because one of the things that I've come across both for myself, my own experience and journey of mental health and um, well-being, recovery, like when it was really, really bad uh, and when I, now I'm working and also all of the people over my 13 years working at Progress to Health talking about kind of what's going on, what do you need help with and what other things are you trying to get done? Like I recognize one of the biggest stops, the biggest challenges is our internal dialogue about asking for help. And so it's such an important, important step, which I've already talked about, but I want to go over again, about recognizing for ourselves. if you go, hey, so I, you recognize that you need help with, say, finances, or you need help with getting your house organized. Maybe you've had really, really bad depression, anxiety, and your housework and everything has got on top of you and your house is just diabolical. And I completely recognize that because I've been at that stage multiple times in my life, right? And you get to a point where you're like, actually, I can't do this by myself. I've tried. Every time I try to do it, I'm making it worse because I, it's making me feel really, really unwell. So recognizing how do you ask for help? Like, who do you go to? Because actually one of the things I can find makes a really big difference is if I can get my thinking about it right or good or comfort comfortable, I'm trying to find the right word to explain it. It's like, it, because what makes a difference is if my thinking about asking for help or the fact that I'm not able to do this by myself is, is okay, it's a, it's a positive, I recognize that actually we all need help at some point, it's okay to ask for help. If I'm having that thought process, it means I can then reach out and ask for help, then receive the help, which makes all the difference in my life. And I have done this multiple times. I've asked friends, hey, can you come over and talk to me while we do some cleaning? And at one point, I actually just rang a friend who I knew was a complete clean freak and has always and had offered multiple times, hey, I can come help you do your housework if you need. I know things aren't good. And I'd never been able to ask for that because it had felt horrible. And I finally just went, actually, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out and say, hey, can you help me with this? And so I said, hey, can you help me with this? And they came and they helped. And it made such a difference because then I was starting from like a flat, like a flat place, not like a giant hole in the ground, right? And so I could work towards what I was aiming for, which was being able to like look after my mental health, get out of the house and actually feel like I was functioning. Because at the time I wasn't. But sometimes it's really hard to get that thought process in our head clear right? And sometimes if we can't get that thought clear, it's really hard to work, get someone to help us to do that. So what I want to do right now is give you a series of support lines. Now I do this at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma, so write some of these down. So if you need someone to help you clarify your thinking, help you work through whatever's going on right now, maybe one of these could actually be some help. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk? 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with 
a trained counsellor and their service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call, give them a text, 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 543-354 and they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now, the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around, like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So, Depression Helpline 0800 111 757. Now, they're there, they're, if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8 a.m. in the morning to midnight. And they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now, the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line. It's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family, and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line. It's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health, and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening. You're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508 744 And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for those support lines. I do play that at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma. So come back and listen to us on Thursday at midday, our 
FreeFM 89.0 or find us on Spotify or find us on the FreeFM website, freefm.org.nz or also on accessmedia.nz app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have a look, see if Fighting Stigma is there. But that's all we have time for today. So from us all here, take care. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.